0: Hey guys, Diane Canada here. How are you? It is Friday and uh, its it has been quite a week, quite an incredible week. Uh, we've got folks watching in here from LinkedIn today and from Facebook, um, from YouTube Live mainly and also from Twitter Periscope. So I want to just welcome you guys all to the show today. You know, I don't have a guest today. We're going to be changing things up quite a bit. I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of praying about this show and uh, wondering kind of what direction I wanted to take it in. And, you know, I didn't want it to become strictly interviews of guests coming on. I really wanted it to be engaging and conversational with with all of you. And today I'm certainly welcoming that. I'm going to be sharing a lot of thoughts that are just on my heart after we've you know, endured <laughs> this last week, this first 10 days of the new administration. I'm going to be, be being very open and honest with you guys about how I feel about things. I want you to do so, too, in the comments. And if any of you would like to actually pop on the show on video, I'm happy to put a link up in the comments over here and welcome you in. Um, but I've been doing a lot of thinking about this show. And, I- and starting next week, we're going to change things up a little bit. And I'm definitely going to have guests popping in and out, but we're not going to have, you know, guests kind of one topic that's going to be kind of dominating the entire show. We're going to shift a little bit and just make this a little bit more free form and a little bit more um, ebb and flow. So, if that makes sense. But anyway, um, please raise your hand if you're here, testify. Let me know you're out there. Uh, let me know you're watching. I've got a comment stream here that comes in from all of the different places around the internet that you're watching from. So, um, all you gotta do is type in a comment and I will be able to see it here and we can engage. But let's kind of jump into kind of where my thought process is today. And I have no idea where this is gonna go today, I have nothing prescripted. Um, just wanted to come on and share my heart and, uh, and just see where, where God leads the conversation. A lot of people are asking me since I just you know ran for um, Tennessee State House of Representatives here. Most of you or a lot of you met me on the campaign trail, um, and you're tuning in because of that relationship. Um, you know that with this political connection, obviously a lot of people send me videos, they send me questions, they send me their concerns, and I and I invite that. Um, but I will tell you as a uh, as a political candidate. Uh, And I do plan to run again in 2022. It's tempting to be really careful and um, to be very uh, self-editing, if you will, about how you feel. But I got to tell you, I'm throwing that out. (laughs) I just really uh, I really just don't uh, want to be anything but authentic with all of you. And, uh, you know, how I feel today might evolve and might change, but I'm willing to own that. And willing to just be honest and transparent. So my thoughts today are, <laughs> I am so, I, I'm, I'm always a, a diehard, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a quitter. That's the biggest thing that I uh, advocate is never, ever, ever quit. And we here on this show, if you're watching this show, it's because you're not a quitter, you don't want to quit on America any more than I do. Uh, but at the same time, it's very disheartening, very heartbreaking to see so many of the executive orders and so many of the changes that are going on in our country right now in this new administration. Do y'all know that Biden has signed 42, that was the last count that I saw, 42 executive orders in his first 10 days. And then in contrast, I look to see how many Trump had signed in his first hundred days. And it's like half that, almost half that. And it's hundred first hundred days. Uh, Biden had said at one point that you know the only way to rule by executive order is through a dictatorship. <laughs> but it seems to me like there's a lot of deflection that goes on on the other side. Um, you know we have riots for months uh, and they turn a blind eye and almost uh, encourage it where I saw Kamala uh, actually allowing she was in- encouraging and I think almost behind the effort to raise money to post bail for these folks that were ending up in jail as a result of the riots and the burning and the looting and all that. Yet they say nothing. Absolutely. I mean, the the hypocrisy is real. (laughs) And, but what's so troubling today for me is what we're seeing with the, uh, with the executive orders overturning the pro-life policies that, that Trump had put in place. And that's, what's really got my heart today and uh, if you guys saw one of the I, I put up a post earlier today on Facebook about how what the left never, never understands about us. What I, this is my perspe- perspective anyway. The left doesn't understand that we are not rallying behind a man. We're not like hypnotized by Trump. What we are is we are patriots. And he stood up and championed the policies that we all are aligned with in our value system and we believe it was what america what the american values are so we were rallying behind someone who was willing to finally get in there and champion the things we care about and that's why he had the maga movement that's why he has so many people i think it's upwards of 100 million people you know behind him i don't think it has anything to do with us being hypnotized by some man like they they're calling us actually um, a cult of trump <laughs> Because we're patriots, because we care about things that our country was founded on, like being pro-American, pro-veteran, pro-life, pro-American jobs. All these things I've been talking about the last couple of weeks on my show here. And that makes us a cult all of a sudden. Like what is shifting? What is going on? What is changing in our society? All of a sudden that those things are bad or that those things are somehow, uh, you know, radical so, I don't know, y'all, I'm just worried, uh, but at the same time, kind of the way that I am, am dealing with it is I turn to God. and we have to remember, and this is what i'm I'm so adamant about on this show, that we have to just remember that God is on the throne. He is in control and he knew this was coming. My pastor Dana was on recently, and she said, uh, she reminded us beautifully that God knew this day was going to come. He's allowing it for his purpose many people ask me, do you think we're in the end times? You know, I do. I do think we are. Um, but at the same time, we don't know what we don't. None of us know the date or the time that Jesus is coming back. We don't know. And so we have to go down swinging. You know, we have to go down um, believing and praying for God to heal our land, praying for our neighbors, even those that Make it very difficult to love them. We have to love them anyway. We the best thing we could do is love everybody back to Christ right now and turn our nation back toward him. He says, if you will turn away from your sin and if you will humble yourselves and you will come to me, I will heal your land. So I'm praying for that every day. And that's what this show is about, bringing on people who reinforce that. Um, That's what we want. But at the same time, you know, it's hard to ignore the obvious. I mean, in Revelations, God tells us that, you know, that brother will turn against brother, that that kids will harden their hearts toward their own parents. I'm certainly seeing that a lot in, in, in my own family. Um, you know, we're saying we're seeing that an information explosion. God predicted that in Revelations that there would just be this communications and information explosion. Well, if the Internet's not that, I don't know what is. Um, there were all these predictions in the Bible. We talk about, you know, there's something called the mark of the beast. In the Bible, well, we're looking at chips being implanted in people's hands, and you know, information chips, and uh, we've got you know, there's just so many things that are aligned with the predictions and revelation that it's hard to know. It's hard to it's hard to look away or hard to deny that we probably are in the end times. Now, in God's economy, He's you know that could be 50 more years. It could be five more minutes. We don't know. But we are just instructed to be ready at any time, be ready for him to come back at any time. And so that's what I want to do is just encourage you guys on this show to be ready, but to but to go down fighting and fighting spiritually, taking that fight to our knees praying for our land, praying for people to turn around. It just feels like the the leaders are becoming more and more heinous. It feels like the the crimes against humanity are just becoming more and more heinous. And it might seem that way to us because we've lived in a civilized society for so long. But when my husband was reminding me the other day, when we look back at um, even the Holocaust that we were talking about the other day, or even medieval times, you know, there the inhumanity was way worse than in a lot of in a lot of ways. So it's just human nature. You know, this is why I talk about how we can never really have this utopian society of socialism that people talk about, because it'd be great. I wish we could. But as long as human nature and sin nature is here in the world, that is not going to be a possibility. Um, and you know, I'm very optimistic. I wish it were. But it, we can look back over history and see the cycles over and over and over again, the crimes against humanity. And I want to have a civil society here, which everybody on the planet were free and, and felt loved and had all their needs met and all of that. We, I wish that but there are so many places around the world right now today where that is not happening. And uh, here in America, we still have um, we still have a grip on a lot of it, But as I start to see it slipping away with these executive order after executive order coming down and the things that they're talking about doing in Congress, I mean, it's (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's it's uh, it's scary to think about. Uh, My friend Dean Wagner was on the other day and he made a great comment. He said that we have lost all civility in America. You can't even have a conversation with your neighbor now without it erupting into a fight, you know, or them, you know, make it threats being made or people just cutting you out of their lives. Hey, don't ever call me again. Don't ever come around my family again. If you have a differing political belief, I mean, what is that about? We are Americans. We are supposed to be neighbors. We are supposed to reach our hands across an aisle and, and find common ground. That's what we're here to do. And we have forgotten. We've forgotten our history. A lot of us never learned it to begin with, but we have forgotten these, these dividing, tactics that are being used right now. Um, they, they wield power and they all of a sudden we're going to wake up one day if we don't stop it as a culture, if we don't learn to love each other again and come together again and have adult conversations again, if we allow this division to continue and it's, and it's like these two opposite teams competing in two opposite ideals of what America is, one's going to grow, continue to grow. And the other one's going to die. Uh, and we cannot afford to let our nation fall. We just can't afford on so many levels, the spiritual level, the emotional level, the physical level in so many ways. I, I have I have a nephew. I know many of you have young children. Maybe Many of you have grandchildren. We, can, we can't give up. What What's their life going to be like if we give up? If we refuse to get along, we refuse to. We refuse to see each other as human beings and as neighbors, and continue all this division. What's going to become of their lives? You know, if Jesus doesn't step in soon, what's gonna become of them? So these are the things that are keeping me up at night lately. And uh, these are the things that that I am praying about diligently, every day, and that I want to see moved and changed in our culture. so, You guys are being a little silent out there today. I'm not seeing comments popping in like I normally am. So uh, I'll give us a couple minutes here. And if anybody wants to raise their hand and say anything, I encourage that. Um, Like I was saying a minute ago, starting next week, going to change things up a bit here with the show. And uh, we're going to we're going to have guests popping in and out, but we're not going to have entire shows dedicated to one subject anymore. We're going to try a little different path and see how that goes. Uh, because I want this to be very fluid and I want it to be very um, relevant to what's going on in the day and uh, and for it to be um, something that you guys really look forward to tuning into and seeing each day. All right. So what are, what's on your mind? What is it out there that and even if you're watching on the replay, continue to put the comments because I'll read them. But what is keeping you up at night? How are you getting through it? I think maybe it'd be good for us to shift to what are you doing to get through it out there? Uh, You know, something that helps me a lot is I have um, on my phone, I have this app called X live. And um, I guess you guys could pull up Pandora or Spotify or any of those too, but I have a a praise and worship app. And a lot of times I'll play it like while I'm, you know, getting dressed in front of the mirror in the mornings or, or I'll um, play it in my car when I'm driving around. But, Praise and worship music right now is a really big help to me because it kind of brings everything right back into perspective, reminds us that God, I mean, everything that's going on right now in our world is so, um, it's so small compared to eternity, compared to what's coming compared to eternity with him. So that helps a lot. Um, All right. My husband's weighing in. Hi, darling. Uh, Yeah, it's a heavy topic. Unity needs a cause. What is our American cause? Mm, that's good. That's really good. What is our American cause? I mean, again, I say we go back. I mean, I'd love to know your thoughts on it, guys. But I go back to our founding values. You know, what are the things in our in our founding values as a nation that gave us that brought that unity? And I really believe freedom and faith and common ground dr wang was just saying all this the other day too these are the things that unite us Um, agreeing on what's right or wrong that's where the bible comes in if we're not making our laws gauging our laws on you know biblical principles then what is the measuring stick for what's right or wrong how do we measure that so so much to consider but yes the praise and worship app helps getting in my Bible in the mornings, really helps. Be surprised, God says that his word is living word, and it is. And we can always turn to him, go to him. I, I instantly feel better when I get up, even in the middle of the day, if I'm having just a really tough day um, and all the news is just bombarding, I'll go get in my Bible for a little bit, and all of a sudden, everything just shifts immediately right back into perspective. So that's a big help, too. And uh, also, reaching out to mentors. I reach out to my pastor. Um, I reach out to him quite a bit and he helps to kind of calm my spirit a little and bring things back into perspective as well. So I'd love to know what you guys do. Put it in the comments. Um, I think we all need to hear that. We all need to be reminded. Um, We all need to have new fresh ideas pumping in on how we can, you know, how we can navigate this very tumultuous world that we're in and for us to keep our mind and our eyes on Jesus. If you guys have not seen that movie, uh, The Shack, I would highly recommend watching that at some point this weekend. The Shack is a great movie and there's a scene in there where the, the main character is sitting with Jesus in a boat and Jesus wants him to come out and walk on the water and he's scared. And every time he looks down, he starts to fall. But Jesus says, keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes right here. Don't look at the storm. Don't look at the water. Don't look at how far down it is. Don't look at what's going on in the world. Look at Jesus. Look at his eyes. And I'll leave you with this, that I want to always seek his face and not his hand. Not what he can do for us all the time, but, but who he is. And he says, I am the way, the truth, the light. I am the life. He says, I am peace. I give you my peace that surpasses understanding. This is who he is. He is love and he is peace and he is there. And we just need to remember that at all times (laughs) and not forget. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in today. Thank you for tuning in all week. I've really enjoyed your comments, really enjoyed seeing the the numbers climb on the videos. You know, we have these videos out everywhere. We just set up a new Rumble channel, by the way, just set it up yesterday so you can watch the full episodes on Rumble if you're kind of wanting to move away from YouTube. I'm moving away from YouTube. It's just a great um, vehicle right now to be able to go live for you guys. Um, Facebook's got me in Facebook jail because I posted a, a picture from the ellipse of all the people. Um, who were gathered for for Trump's speech, they didn't like it. So they took that down and um, restricted me from being able to go live on Facebook for 30 days as a result. So I'm censored on there right now. Um, But that's going to be up in about 10 days. And then we'll be able to go live again on Facebook Um, But you can watch on Rumble. You can watch on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, on Twitter, Periscope, really not doing the Twitter thing anymore as far as posting every day. But we are putting these messages out because I want these to be out. Um, among people that can stumble on it and and can learn about the show in hopes that it'll help bring some hope and light to them. So uh, we got to be in the dark places (laughs) we got or or where the other people are. Um, Definitely don't want to be sending these videos out into an echo chamber only. Um, So I just want you guys to know where I stand on that. It's not that I'm selling out to big tech at all. It's that I know this is where a lot of people still are who need hope right now and who need Jesus right now. And So as long as I can and until they censor me, I'm going to continue to show up in as many of these spaces as I can. Please share uh, the show with your friend. It's brand new. Um, Share with friends and family. Let them know what we're doing over here. And uh, as we continue to build this and grow this. I will be so grateful to those of you early adopters who came on with me and uh, and helped plant seeds because uh, this is really not, I don't see this as um, me trying to build any kind of fame, anything like that. I see this as just trying to be a vehicle for Jesus to work through me. And I'm just a mouthpiece out here trying to, uh, trying to bring some calm and some hope in the world and trying to remind you that whatever you do, never, ever, ever quit. Don't quit on you. Don't quit on our neighbors. And let's not certainly not quit on America. All right, you guys, thanks for weighing in today. Have a great weekend. And I will see you back here on Monday at three o'clock. Bye-bye.